Good evening. I'm Jacob Payne. This is about to be the weekly wrap-up for the week ending November the 12th, 2022. Now, I literally, about 20 minutes ago, finished recording for another podcast I do, uh, something called um, Step Through Better You, on a topic basically saying you don't need anybody's permission to do stuff. And we're not getting anyone's permission to do this weekly wrap-up of news, so we're going to do it. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. If not, let me know. We'll try to fix it up. I don't think we're going away because we don't need your permission to do it. We've got internet access and we got power and we got tea. So we're good to go for that one. So what I'm going to give you right now, if you follow along on the Conversation Project uh, daily, uh, we have a uh, things you might have heard, a podcast, a video cast that we do every single Monday through Friday, every single weekday morning that allows us to give you a start of the day activity, a start of the day uh, listing of news stories that were from the conversational list from the previous day. Tomorrow morning, 5.50 in the morning, we'll give you something from the previous weekend. Right now, we're going to give you the top 10 stories that we promoted all week long. This is just sort of a extra, a bonus. This is the Casey Kasem version, if you will. And we'll, we'll count them down from 10 to 1 for the top 10 stories. We'll also give you stories that were almost there. We call them almost rands, 11 through 15 stories that were not quite there. And we'll tell you what we call the almost irrelevant story of the week. The one at the very bottom, which will shock you. And I think the only reason why I was at the very bottom was because it was posted so late in the posting survey, because this issue was a big issue all weekend long after it actually happens. This was a teaser of what was to come. And when it happened, people lost their minds over it. So I'm seeing a little indicator light that we're internet's a little wavering right now. We're having some issues here in the neighborhood and seemingly on Sunday nights happen as well. So I may get a little fuzzy, but bear with me. You should be able to hear me get this going straight. So thank you so much for being a part of this. Stop by our main website, which is thisisaconversation.com. As you see right here, it is called thisisaconversationproject.com for more details and things that are going on behind the scenes with this. Plus, how to find us for six-day-a-week coverage with my face here and um, full coverage on how you can be a part of the show by being a part of the feeds and all those things as well. So let's go ahead and get into the mix. And we want this one. Yeah. So story number 10. As we said, count these down from 10 to 1. These are top 10 stories from the week past. Number 10 story is Giselle Bunchen has reportedly lived on her own, lived her own life for years before living, filing divorce from Tom Brady. Why my mouth isn't working now, I'm not quite sure. But this was posted on a Monday of this past week. And this is uh, more follow-up news for the upcoming non-nuptials of Giselle Bunchen and Tom Brady. Their divorce is basically happening. What we're finding out now is that, you know, Giselle being at all the games, Giselle doing all the stuff uh, was a big deal. And then it was kind of a half deal uh, when she was at her first couple of years at Tampa Bay. The second year, of course, the year Tom Brady didn't win uh, was a bit of a struggle. And his retirement and unretirement was basically the straw that broke the camel's back. But Giselle has been basically doing her own thing for quite some time without Tom taking care of kids and whatever without Tom all this time. We are seeing the the fallout from what looked like a good TV marriage. Apparently was not so great. We shall see how this one plays out mostly in tabloids. But Giselle has basically been living on her own anyway for quite some time. Number nine story this week, White University of Kentucky student arrested for assaulting black students spewing N-word. Uh, the best thing to do about this is to go through the links and go deeper into some of these stories, because this is one of those, why did this happen? How is this happening? Why do these people not have enough sense? This is a story right here. Um, after essentially 
being a, a racist Karen, a uh, white student was uh, arrested for um, doing all those things. Deeper story to get into. Check it out by going to the link. And number eight, Selena Gomez may not be able to carry children due to bipolar disorder meds. Uh, this was posted on the early part of Friday, early in the week, not the latter part two days ago. Um, Selena Gomez has gone through some things, and this is one of those things that you didn't really know. We know now, as she is releasing a documentary and an album and things like that about her life and her growing up and just all the things that you didn't realize that the person who seemed to have a lot of it going on when she was young and having it now really was dealing with issues. You never really know what issues people actually have until they tell you, especially if they're in a form like this, where you see them doing glamorous things, being actresses, doing music, doing all those things that you think, man, I would love to have that life. Apparently, she had so much issues with bipolar and uh, disorder and with anxiety that she took a lot of meds to keep them up. And some of those medications may actually keep her from actually literally having children going forward. Check out the story on that one. Go deeper in that. Learn more about Selena Gomez. Gomez, um, more things she's doing. Meanwhile, Jennifer Aniston opens up about her IVF journey for the first time. This posted on Wednesday, the 9th of November. Jennifer Aniston, another person that people are touting as the poster woman for being childless and being successful and doing your own thing. And then we find out she's childless, not because she necessarily chose that, but she had issues with fertility. So she literally could not have the child and have those things. She would have chosen a different life, more stress, more trouble from having ch children if she could actually have had children. Another story you need to go deeper into see because it is a very interesting story going into her life and what's going on and how she was able to overcome this, mostly from a mental standpoint, because obviously she has not been able to produce children at this point. Weekend Tropical Storm Nicole nears Orlando after overnight landfall as Hurricane. This was a late addition that really was, for all practical purposes, uh, more of a cherry to go on the top for one DeSantis Ronald uh, because, oddly enough, uh, he won his reelection and then, of course, all of a sudden had to fight this big old hurricane, which luckily wasn't that big of a hurricane, but he had to go back into action and show people that he can actually do governing stuff, which may help him going forward as he decides whether he's going to run for president or not. A lot of terms is turning on, you know, Donald Trump's 15th uh, announcement, which we're pretty sure he's going to run for president, but we're going to see how that runs out of well, but uh, a very like pop-up hurricane late in November hurricane popping up, going through Florida, not causing as much damage as the bigger ones do, but a hurricane is a hurricane, and there were people who were hurt and lost and lost various uh, parts of things coming through less than a month. This hadn't been a full month since the last one. Ian was there, but Nicole going through quickly, going down to a tropical depression pretty quickly, giving a lot of rain for the East Coast going north at this point. Uh, but it did happen. It was there. It had to be dealt with. Let's move on to story number five. Aaron Carter, singer and reality TV star, found dead at 34 in California home. This is a... One, a very sad story, but two, a story that's grown as it has. Later or earlier in the week, like Friday, we had, or, or, or I should say later last week, we had the story where Aaron Carter was pulled over for suspicion of DUI. Turned out to be no big deal. At least he wasn't uh, under the influence. But then a few days later, he was found dead in his home at 34. Now, he has had troubles with um, 
alcohol and with narcotics in the past. As far as right now, no sign of foul play was ever given for this one. I actually got they have not seen any updates on these actual cause of death, which I think is because I'm not really looking for it. And they look and see like he just basically passed. He was found by his housekeeper. And we're finding more stories just in general. His housekeeper, who he, he was just a homeless lady that he essentially brought in to take care of the house, uh, doing that good Samaritan work. His brother, Nick, one of the Backstreet Boys, uh, wrote a heartfelt um, note about the passing of his little brother, saying their relationship was, you know, interesting. It was strained sometimes, but he loved his brother and loved what he was doing. Uh, Aaron Carter, of course, found dead at the age of 34 in his home. Moving on to story number four this week. The fourth ranked story for this week is this one right here. It reads, in a major blow to Putin, Russia orders retreat from Kurzhan region in southern Ukraine. Wednesday of this last week is when we posted it, and this retreat is now done didio. It is gone. Kurzhan was both a land bridge between Ukraine and, and, and Chimeria, um, which, which has already been annexed and kind of weird things, and just a, a place where a lot of ports are so that Russia had a good port to, to fight from. Unfortunately, it was also a region that Russia very early said we captured and just a week prior said they want to be one of us. And then they were ran out of Kajan by the Ukrainians. The war is not over. Whatever you think about what's happening, it's still going to happen. And it's nowhere near an end until Putin decides he's going to, you know, sign a truce and be done with it. At this point, it's hard to say how Putin's going to save face with this major offensive that has been offensive in his actual action, just basically not being very good. We will see how this one plays as well. Moving closer to on to number three, the three story, third story this week is this one. Valerie Bertinelli trolls Elon Musk on Twitter. So with the weirdness that was Twitter this week, a lot of weirdness that was Twitter this week, uh, there was a change in the way verified accounts were able to be verified. There was essentially the $8 blue check mark that was coming, that didn't come, that was coming. Part of the reason why that got pushed off, at least until after the elections came on Tuesday, that was basically going on, was the fact that Valley Bernelli and many other people changed their profile name to Elon Musk just to show that anybody that's verified can change your name to anybody's name and then be themselves or not be themselves, be someone else. Uh, one other person who did the exact same thing was um, um, uh, Nancy Griffin, Kathy Griffin, Nancy Griffin. Kathy Griffin did the same thing. She got herself banned for a couple of days. Valley Bertinelli did not. Many other stars did not. But this was just showing that just how easy it was to kind of overtake the process of being verified and then faking your own identity going forward. There are still up in the air how the verification process is going to go going forward. But this is something you could did, you could have done the whole time. We also had a story about um, Doja Cat who actually changed her verification, her name to Christmas because she wanted to promote some Christmas stuff. And then with the switch and the turning off, and turning back on, was stuck as the name Christmas for at least a couple days until Twitter fix that one let's go to the story at number two and this is one that i had a long discussion with my wife on because she couldn't believe this bad baby gives speech at oxford university students to oxford university students about making 50 million dollars on OnlyFans. and so this is one that she was kind of like they just let anybody go to oxford and talk to students and my answer was if they make 50 million dollars on OnlyFans, then that's a reason to go talk to them 
And that's basically what it is. Bad Baby, the Catch Me Out Girl, from you know way back when, is now a successful author, successful musician, successful a bunch of things, and successful making fifty million dollars specifically on OnlyFans. Now, if you're thinking it's all dirty pictures, actually, it's a lot of various content. I wouldn't say any of it is any good. I wouldn't say any of her music is any good, but. People are interested enough to pay her money to OnlyFans. Right now, OnlyFans is the only thing on the internet that's making any money. People are paying to see what's behind paywalls. And while you may think this is just a fad or you may think this is kind of the kinky, kinky people backed away around the corner, this get, people paying people directly on the internet for content is the way of the future. Actually, it is right now, but just people on this particular, particular site because it's meant for adults-ish only content, not so much adult content, is there. As I said, this is one of me and my wife had a long conversation. She couldn't understand why this person is um, speaking to Oxford students and the reason why, she's relevant. She made $50 million on OnlyFans. That's why she's there. Number one story this week, as you see the headline there, this was um, an interesting one, and it got there pretty gosh darn quickly, uh, if you will, what happened over the weekend, over the week with the uh, with the midterms. Now, this story right here was the top story on all the Twitter tweets. All the Twitter uh, inter- engagement happened here. The top story for Facebook was a Jennifer Aniston IFV story. Uh, but this one top story on t- Twitter, top Twitter responses, top responses in general, obviously, this one had a... Uh, response level from the number two story on Bad Baby up for 144% more engagement over the story at the very bottom. This week's almost relevant story at 198, uh, 857 or 85,700% more engagement and um, 19%, about 20% of all engagement of all stories uh, for this week. So the people who saw stuff this week touched this story. And it is Kurt Bardella makes a joke about Lauren Boebert and OnlyFans. Yes, we've got two OnlyFans stories in this week. So Kurt Bardella is an analyst, a news person on MSNBC, and he was on a panel with um, Joy Reid and uh, another actual conservative um, member uh, doing election coverage on Thursday. Or doing election on, on Wednesday, I should say. And in the back and forth, back and forth, they were talking about Lauren Borbert, who at the time was about a thousand votes, literally just a thousand votes behind in her race in Colorado, looking like she wasn't going to make it up. At this point, the the votes for her almost all counted, and and she's up by a few hundred. So looks like she probably will make it. But at the time, they were suspecting that Lauren Borbert would not make it for a second term in Congress. And Joy Reid made a comment like, well, you know, her restaurant closed down a few weeks ago, and so she can't go back to working there. And she may not be working in Congress if this job doesn't come through. And then Kurt Bardella bopped out with a joke that's saying, well, you know, this has been a win for uh, the Democrats and OnlyFans, alluding that she could go to OnlyFans and work there which, you know, she has every right to do if she wants to. Not that anything's wrong with that, but it's a pretty um, pretty gosh darn sexist thing for the guy to do. Of course, he got a lot, a lot of grief on it on the Twitters, and especially as Lauren Boebert flipped over back to being in charge and Macy flipped over being winning the election. I'm not sure whether she's voted winning the election yet. There's still a couple more days and more counts in many places that are stuck. But Kurt Bardella now has this stain on his life, uh, recorded very much forever uh, on this joke. It'll be a really, very bad joke on him if Bobert does pull it off and win her seat back. So 
that's the number one story for the week. The stories that were close, but not quite there yet, are what we call the almost rands. The almost rands, their story number 11 through 15. They look like this. Quick read through Facebook's meta to announce major layoffs because everybody's doing it these days. Powerball Saturday numbers, biggest lottery prize hits $1.9 million. And one ticket won that one. Somewhere in California, somebody's now got basically $2.04 billion, something like that, over the, the time that it gained up to. Was one on 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 the Monday. David Letterman and Netflix reportedly edited out Kanye West's tirade about Nazis in 2019 interview. We're finding a lot of people who did past interviews with, with Kanye before it was you know cool to call him out for being a Nazi and being just sexist. Edited out the Nazi sexist things he'd been saying for quite some time. In fact, he it was rumored he wanted to call um, Dota the album Dota um, Hitler for some reason. And no one's known about that until now. Now, 14, Emily Blunt admits to rolling her eyes when being pitched strong female lead roles. This is an actress who um, is still getting plenty of work, but as she's being pitched these roles, thinking, why are guys writing these things that make no sense? Because that's where they're coming from. And number 15, a federal judge strikes down Biden's student loan forgiveness. So Brandon having strikes against him. Uh, number one, he's being sued for the whole thing. And number two, a uh, judge has said, no, this doesn't fit anyway. Go take it back. Deal with it. There will be appeals. We'll see what happens. And of course, millions of kids in their 50s and 60s have applied for student loan forgiveness. We'll see whether that actually comes to pass. Now, the next story is the almost irrelevant story of the week because it was so low. Nobody got any paid any attention to it, which is weird because that story happens to be this. Dave Chappelle, the host, first post-election SNL, posted on Tuesday, the 8th of November. And maybe because it was so early in the week that no one really jumped on this here. But trust me, it turned into a thing across the Internet and turned into a thing um, as, as it's now you know hours after it happened over the past so well, the biggest thing about what actually happened was dave chappelle did this monologue that uh, brought in some anti-semitism stuff and may have sort of propped up kanye that was that there was the stories articles about many of the writers boycotting the show this week so it may not have been such as great because less writers worked on it but it happened there are also some talk about black star the musical host who did some funny skits in the the promos to it doing some things that were also not exactly on a nice end dave chappelle's episode this season his third time at saturday night live will probably not bring about many more anytime soon because of the controversy of him out in the world out in netflix and on the show but it's one of those things that also did happen it was there some people um and my social media feeds were clapping the high heaven for Dave Chappelle and the stuff. I didn't see any Dave Chappelle stuff at all. The only thing I saw was a cold open in the replay. I didn't see any other clips this weekend and just didn't have time to do that on my end. But this is something that some people were very happy to see Dave Chappelle because they're big fans saying what he's going to say. And some people, as we said, people in the actual uh, workplace of SNL boycotting because they didn't want to hear what he had to say. Let's take a little quick moment to do some advertising because we need to, to keep this thing going. You may not like Dave Chappelle. You may not like all the stories you talk about, but these stories were all vetted by you. And these were all the top 10 stories, plus a few more of the ones that were relevant uh, throughout the week. If you want to keep us on the air, this is my, my Sally Struthers. For only eight cents a day, you can keep news articles being posted all week long. 
It's not quite that, but you can help us out by helping yourself out by just going by Blinkist. What we provide for you with the weekly wrap up with this thing, ten, uh, this um, weekly wrap up with the eight, th- uh, eight things to talk about. That's the other one with the things you might have heard and just the conversation product itself is quick access to new stories. Some stories that you don't get a lot of access to because the mainstream media are dealing with other things. Korea is like lobbing missiles again. And so that's kind of important. So it may drown out the story about Emily Blunt, you know, scoffing at the crazy roles she's offered. Check out Blinkist as an app that'll help you help you get caught up on your reading as well. This is a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist. This is a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. And you'll be able to read really big books in 15 minutes. Well, read blinks of books. They boil down the essential parts of books into blinks. So if a story, a book has basically eight big sections to it, you'll get eight sections that you can read or listen to in audio form in about 15 minutes. Some of those books that I like to read that are unabridged that take 13 to 14 hours to read, those may not be 15 minutes long, but trust me, they'll boil down the books as best as possible. As we said, follow our affiliate link at this is a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist and get you caught up on your reading today. Not quite right now. We're not quite done here, but really, really soon in a few moments. We can do that. Now let's move on and talk about us again. Our main website is this is a conversationproject.com. Five days a week, that's Friday or Monday through Friday, we're going to provide for you at 5.50 in the morning a newscast, about a 20-minute full newscast morning show, if you will, that's going to give you some top stories from the previous time. Tomorrow, we're going to give you from the full weekend. For Tuesday through Friday, we'll give you for past day, plus other things to do. We also walk out with um, some birthdays on a day. We celebrate a day every day. And we'll give you one fun fact or sometimes kind of gross fact, to be honest, to go out the door with that you probably didn't know about. So check it out five days a week. So you can get six days of this sort of six, five mornings and an evening by going to this is a conversation project dot com and make sure you're following us on our Facebook page and on our YouTube page. You can also find uh, more things to help things go on, more sponsor links to help keep the lights on, more partnership links to get with us directly and some of the other projects we have alongside this and the weekly wrap-up, or this is a weekly wrap-up, this and things you might have heard. Doing all the extra things is, is becoming a thing, so we're trying to work that out as quickly as possible. Find it out at thisisaconversationproject.com. Payne's Picks of the Week, or pick, as you should say. Uh, this is the top story, and the story that came up uh, second, based on the top 10 stories. What we do is we shuffle them up in a random order, and I basically go two by two, Marking them off, getting them out just like a bracket style for NCAA to uh, get to the top story. The top story this week is Valerie Bertinelli trolls Elon Musk on Twitter. I thought it was hilarious uh, that people were doing this and her herself decided just to change her name to Elon Musk in the profile. And then people say, hey, I'm Elon Musk. I'm pretending to be Elon Musk. I can do this. See what happens when you let various people pay $8 and verify. They can pretend to be anybody. That was the point made. Point was taken by Elon Musk. The run-up story, the other big story, was the bad baby story. Um, going to Oxford to talk about making money at OnlyFans. A lot of this was based on the conversation I had with my wife, Christina with the K, uh, because it was just so baffling to her what was going on. And while it is baffling that she is someone that we choose, to me, the basic thing is she's relevant. She's made $50 million at one platform. She knows how to do something well or something will happen that happened for her. 
So why not talk about it? Why not make it a university class at Oxford? That bad baby, bad baby, she's on a bad baby. That's all we got for that one. This has been the weekly wrap-up for the week ending November the 12th, 2022. That, of course, was yesterday as today is Sunday. We are moving forward. And as we say, tomorrow morning, you'll get a chance to see me again or hear me in the podcast version for the things you might not have heard show and podcast. It's going to happen. I'm almost positive it's going to happen. So you need to be with us as well. You can check out all the links that we need to get to find all the stuff we have going on by simply visiting our website, the this is a conversation project.com. Here it is, right there again. Uh, we have links to all our feeds, we have links to our TikTok, links to the podcast. If you want to get it that way, uh, links to other projects we have going on, and of course, sponsors and partnerships and the feeds to vote things up. You can vote things up by simply going to our Facebook and Twitter feeds and getting in there. All the details are there at our website. This is a conversation project.com. I'm probably going to lowercase that. Last week, uh, we had a special where we had the um, where we did the election special last week, did that as well. And we had the things promoting the other site they were doing, which is the Now What Network on how we keep people accountable now. And I had everything all caps because I thought it was you know cool. This time we're going to stop shouting fairly soon. And with that, we're going to bid you adieu. Thank you so much for being a part of the show for the evening. Uh, let us know how this is going as an addition. Let us know what we can do to do more stuff for you, whether it's the podcasting it or uh, videoing it. And just let us know what stories we can give to you by following us in the feeds. Thank you so much. We're going to do the shorter one. That's things you might have heard in the morning. We're going to try to do this again next week, next Sunday.